guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Wine Down Wednesdays. I'm winding down on a I'm Wednesday. Not, I'm, it's not Wednesday. I'm watering it's down. <laughs> it's Tuesday. I think I need to be watered down, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're really sorry that there was no episode last week and that the episode from the week before didn't post because we moved our episodes over to a new hosting platform. So there was like a bit of a glitch. Um, but it was really nice to know that a lot of you were sad that you couldn't find the episode. It made us feel like we mattered. Exactly. And you know who actually <laughs> you know who actually messaged me? Um, I was talking the other week about the guy I went on a date with in Sydney. Yeah. Um, he messaged me and was like, where's this week's app? And I was like, why are you listening? No way. <laughs> why are you listening? The one that you went on the dog walk with? Yeah. Oh, my I was God, like, cute. I'm like kind of <laughs> like really scared because I'm like how much have you listened to because I've really You're like if you've listened no you haven't oh no yeah I'm like that's what I was thinking <laughs> that's what I said to Jody, my boss I was like if he had listened to every episode I would have uh... just got the block <laughs> like <laughs> bye surely he hasn't god every episode that'd be a lot to take on I don't think he'd What's talk like, to you if he's listened to every episode. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I would definitely be blocking someone if I found out they were a psycho. And if you're listening right now, this is not any cause to go listen to any more. Log off right now. And um, you know, if you're listening and think this is about you, maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's more than one Sydney boy that he went on a dog walk with. Oh, who knows? <laughs> Mm. Mm. so i've been meaning to ask you how are you going so what the other week you mentioned you were going to start reading a book called quit like a woman yes the radical choice to not drink in a culture obsessed with alcohol how much have you Facts. read how's it going how okay, are you feeling so i am about halfway through now it is a really good book i'm thoroughly enjoying it and I am not a reader by any means I think I just really like this book because it feels like it's me that she's talking about like I can really relate to everything she says yeah like she talks about like blackouts and you know making a fool of yourself and you know the the classic (laughs) me story um so I can really just relate and resonate with the whole thing that always helps (laughs) it's a a bit concerning um But it's really good. It's just sort of like um, helping me change my perception of drinking, I guess. So I've vowed to do 30 days um, alcohol-free. So today is day nine. So Um, day nine without a drink at all. Yeah, day nine without a drink. Um, And obviously I'm not really someone that drinks that much during the week like if I had like a dinner or something yeah I would but I don't have wine just like at home with dinner so it hasn't been that hard for me to be honest and I haven't had a I haven't had like a weekend where I've had something on and I've been there and been like I can't drink see I feel like when I'm in that situation it'll be hard for me yeah it's been relatively easy because I've just been laying low and did you start this after Christy had visited yeah Okay, yeah. so that would make it a lot easier because if she was there, it would be so hard to like. Yeah, so that was like the tipping point because like we went out 
and we went out on the Saturday night. We had like this little day party thing and it was so fun. I was like so good. Then we went out after that and then it all just started going downhill. I had probably 40 margaritas and 70 (laughs) wines and I was literally black the fuck out. Like I don't remember being from the one place we were at to then being at the other place we were at and then I got kicked out. Oh, God. (laughs) Of this club we were at in the city. This lady just fucking beeline to me and she was just like, nah, you, you're leaving. And I was like, oh, can I go get my friends? And Because I, I was on my own for some reason. She was like, nah, out. And I was like, oh. and then I think I started crying or something. That's also oh. a bit dangerous to throw you out on uh, your own. Literally, right? I was like, can I just get my friends? She was like, no, she wanted me dead. Fair enough. I was probably being a fucking menace. Um, and then I woke up the next morning and was just like, oof, I need to take a long, hard look at myself. Because um, I think I had some footage on my phone of me, like, yelling at the camera, explaining why I hate that club and why I'll never go back there. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, online just, making just a Google review. Y- oh, yes. God. Oh, my God. I haven't even checked. I probably did do that. That is a toxic trait of mine, getting drunk and leaving a bad fucking Yelp review. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when you did at um, that bar on Chapel Street. What was it called? Um, Morris Jones. Morris Jones. Oh, my God. You were like, I have never been treated like this. <laughs> this this establishment makes me want to throw myself off the West Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic Darren. I know, like, but I'm we love so it. so unhinged. That was, yeah. So that night, um, and I yelled at Christy as well. So sorry, Christy, if you're listening. But, um, yeah, that was the uh, tipping point. And so I'm doing my 30 days alcohol-free. I mean, look, it sucks that shit like that happens, but some people never get to the point of admitting, of actually looking back and going, maybe I should, like, do something about it or, like, even acknowledge the actions. Like, for a long time, I used to just be like, don't tell me about it, don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like obviously still do it but at least i'm kind of like aware <laughs> tell of what me I'm all doing. about it yeah oh. at least you're like you would apologize and and i feel like that's the same with me like i will wake up the next day and I'm, i know i've done something wrong like i know i fucked up and like i will always say sorry like i'll never be like oh, i didn't do that because i just know i did like someone could be like oh you you killed this guy and i'll be like oh shit i'm so oh, sorry i probably not did again do that. it's it is hard though because i feel like some of my friends sometimes really like to embellish. Embellish, yeah. Because, like, you know, sometimes they take when advantage. You, they do. And mm. then they really take a situation and turn it into something else. And I'm like, yes, yeah. I know I'd, I'll apologize for the bad things I've done, but you don't need to really amplify it and yeah. make me feel like I'm Satan's spawn, which I probably am. Seriously. But my ex relax. used to do that. Yeah. Like, hardcore. It's a bit. Yeah, because you really have no leg to stand on because you were blind, but it's like also let's Cut me just a like, bit of slack. Like I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> and I'm feeling bad enough as it is. I know. <laughs> you don't need to kick me while I'm down in the gutter. Because these I'm hangovers so far last. Down in the gutter. Legit. The mm-hmm. hangovers last. That's Weeks. That should be the punishment. <laughs> like, takes Seriously. Me like, Two business weeks to like recover, so just give me a break. Oh my god, I know. Seriously, it's like, and that's the thing. Like the next morning, you're already so fragile. Like you already feel shit, and you're already beating yourself up. You don't need someone else 
coming at you with it as well. You're like, okay, I know, like, I know, okay, like, just let me rot in peace, please. I know. It's like I had a house party on the weekend and, like, I haven't been to, like, a big house party in forever. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like you're, like, a proper house party and I, you know, got a bit blackout and I got messages from the people, like, some people being like, oh, wow, you had fun last night, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I hate that. Multiple different people and I was like, don't even and they were like relaying some of the stuff that I did and I was like I don't even want to know apologies for whatever was whatever happened and then today Ben was like oh yeah and then you ran into someone from your school at Macca's on Chapel Street and one of your friends don't know who she was but she was crying so I left this review and blah blah and I'm like I don't remember any of this and then like then you like had a go at like the guy you went to school with and I'm like (laughs) no Whoever you are, I apologize because I don't know who you are. No idea. Oh Can't remember. Don't recall. That's wasn't me. So funny. Wasn't me. Literally. Wasn't me. Alter oh ego. Seriously, I have the worst alter ego. She me too. like worst. Nathan hates like, her. Mine is like this entitled brat. <laughs> oh, see you next Tuesday. Mine's like, this like girl that has like all these like feel, I don't know. She feels like everyone's out to get her and like she's. Like, I don't know, so much better than she is. I'm like, shut up, bitch. Same. And someone will, like, look in. If I met her, I would hate her. <laughs> Same. It's weird because it's, like, my most hated person personified, Same. but it's me. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually, yeah, it's 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 seriously crazy. Um, so if you haven't already thought, guys, we are going to be continuing the conversations around drinking and everything like that this week because you guys have all been loving like our stories and our episodes about it. So we're going to continue and we've got endless amounts of content on this type type of stuff because (laughs) I've been drinking for too long. Yeah. So when did you start drinking? So I started drinking, I think I was 15. I remember it so clearly I had, well, me and my best friend at the time, we planned to like go to her house because her parents had like an alcohol cabinet and she was like, my parents will like drop us home and then they're going to take our younger, my younger brother to sports. We're like, cool. Normally we'd just like watch a movie or like do something, I don't know, lame like that. Not lame, but you know what I mean? Just a normal teen thing. (laughs) Then we like went to the alcohol closet and got some cruises and we ran to the park like in the neighborhood and we just like drank them (laughs) this is just like so standard like teenage so standard and I just remember feeling so good like I was just like this is fucking so fun like I'm just (laughs) wild and crazy right now I love it release Um, your inhibitions seriously and then I I feel like then it was just a snowball effect because I really just loved it so much um what about you how old were you I think I was like I reckon it would have been like end of year seven start of year eight like I was very early bloomer like Mm -hmm. I feel like I was always that friend that was like down to try anything like I don't know I, I always felt when I was like I have always felt a bit older than I am so when I was like 13 14 I felt like I was 16 17 like I've always just I don't know so I remember ahead of the curve I think the first time we were at a friend's house and his mum was out and then we like convinced someone's older brother to buy us like I don't know Mm -hmm. four pack of cruises each and I remember yeah by the end of the night that's a lot for a young lad (laughs) 
we had we had to get upstairs to the bedroom and someone had to carry me like I just couldn't walk like my legs were just oh my like God. jelly yeah and then from then on it became this thing where you know whoever's house we were staying at we'd go to the mm-hmm. movies this friend's yeah. brother would buy us drinks or we'd all like go and wait outside coals mm-hmm. in like Glenferry Road and pay someone, give like someone who's walking in money to go buy us drinks um, and then go to a park and just get shit-faced yeah. and come home like covered in alcohol and just smell like shit and like wake up in the middle of the night, vomit on my doona and oh my no, one had a, no one had a clue. It was oh like... My God. I yeah, feel like- it's so funny how it like like how it happens like that because I feel like as a kid you're like... I don't know, to me, like, when I was learning about, like, alcohol and stuff in, like, health and, you know, those subjects you had at school, they make it sound so scary because they're like, you know, like, this can happen, this can happen, you can get this addiction, you can do this, you can die, you can whatever. And, like, I was – I'm already, like, a really, like, (coughs) anxious person about everything. So I used to think that, like, alcohol was such a bad thing. And then when I had it, I was like, what the fuck's everyone talking about? This shit is elite. (laughs) I know. And then I feel like – what you said earlier is so true. Like it's a snowball effect. I honestly feel like since I first started drinking, I think max since then, and what that's over 10 years ago, that's like 12 years. I feel like mm. the max amount of time that I've gone without drinking since then has probably been a week because it's just, yeah. it's what we are, like. It's ingrained into our culture where it's like you catch up with your friends on the weekend, you go out to a pub mm-hmm. or someone's house and you mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, and I like, feel like I'm a bit bored. And also, if you don't drink, people question why you're not drinking. So, like, you just drink. Like, it's weirder to not drink than it is to get blackout. 100%. And I also, I've tried maybe once or twice in my whole entire mm-hmm. life being the Dezo. And drunk people when you're sober are fucking annoying. Oh, it's the worst. There's Cannot. literally nothing worse. They're like touchy-feely and ask you oh. questions and why aren't you drinking blah, blah, blah. I'm like get and off they like now. ask you the same thing like 20 times because they don't like hear your response and you're like oh my god oh my god I told you already oh I'm just thinking of like speaking to like Ollie or something you're like I already told you and he'll be like duh, duh, duh. and you're like I literally told you like 70 times already <laughs> sorry Ollie, get, for dragging then you, on you the get snappy yeah yes sorry, yes Ollie. you get snappy <laughs> I'm like um, I've answered this question and then they're like oh wow defensive and I'm like no you're just annoying as fuck (laughs) like shut up oh my god yeah but yeah I feel like for me when I was younger like when I uh, like as you said because when you first start drinking you love it so much so then you're like every single weekend you're like to your friends let's do this let's get drinks and then you know as you're getting older everyone's having like 16th 17th 18th 19th 20 21st every single weekend you have something on like yeah and like, especially when you're younger, like, you know, when you had, when everyone had like those house parties and stuff, like you just bring drinks, like you get an older sibling to buy them for you. Sometimes people's parents bought them for them. However, you, you just, you just, you get it somehow. Fake like, you're, ID. Not, you're not going without it. Um, I used to get a train into the city before I had a fake ID. Um, cause I, I just never really asked my sisters. I don't know why I just was like, I'll do it myself found this Mm. place in Chinatown. I would go from Surrey Hills to Chinatown before I'd go to a party, get all of my drinks, and then go from the city to the party. Like it was a real mission. Oh, because that was was, the only place that would 
they would sell, didn't ask for an ID, you'd go in, buy oh, drinks. Like, I, I literally would have looked 12 years old walking out with, like, <laughs> a slab. Would have been, like, a fetus. <laughs> literally. Like, braces. This is probably before I had how, braces How are you well. carrying a slab? <laughs> I feel like we all had, like, big backpacks and we'd oh my God, buy yes. goon sacks and then we'd, like, drink oh, in the yeah. park. And our, I'd be staying at this sucks. person's house and they'd be staying at my house and we'd all be staying at different houses. So, essentially, we were yeah. all homeless for the night. So, we'd all yeah. drink, vomit in an oval and then use the goon sack, blow yeah. it up as a pillow and sleep on oh it. Oh, my God. In a bar. That is so Australian. It hurts. That's I know. That's so funny. Um, yeah, and I feel like, well, when I was younger, I really, when I first, like, started drinking, because I, I feel like as a kid I was, like, really shy. Like, well, I am quite a shy human. Like, I'm pretty introverted. And as a, as a kid I was, like, even more so, especially when we started going to parties and, like, there was boys there and stuff and I would be like, Ugh. But then, like, as soon as I started drinking, I was, like, living my best life, I became, like, the person that I always wished I was. Like, I was yeah. like, I can talk to boys, I can kiss boys, I can, like, you know, talk to that girl that I hate and tell her to fuck off. Like, I can do everything <laughs> I've ever wanted to do um, and I feel so good. And, and that's um, that's another thing that I think made me love it so much because I was like, I just become this confident person that I can't be at school on a Monday. But on a Saturday night, whew, I'm ready to go and, like, talk I to know. anyone I need to talk to. And I feel like back in high school, like, I feel like it almost made you, like, like people would look at you and be like, wow, he's cool. He drinks on the yeah. weekends. Like, seriously. You know, it was like a real leg up in, like, social It's scene. a real, like, cultural thing like that, I feel like, and especially in school because I remember hearing – you know, when you're in like younger year levels, like about parties on the weekend and they're like, oh yeah, this person was like wasted. And you're like, oh my God, no way. Like how? And then like you get to that age and it's like you. <laughs> I know. And you're like, wow, that was me every weekend. Oh, it, but yeah, I feel like that's like a reason why people get so addicted to drinking because it it makes you just be like, your best self in those early stages because it's just so new and fun and like it's not like you because like when I was younger I didn't drink the amount that I drink now no way I, I could have had like two double blacks and been like see you later for the whole night they are potent they are potent especially when I it's like your, your first drink god I don't think I could I think because I used to drink them so much when I was younger and vomit Oh, they're when gross. drinking them because we'd buy like a slab and split it and I'd have mm-hmm. that's like 20 something standard drinks for like oh, a child <laughs> and I'd just vomit everywhere um I don't think I could drink them anymore like no way I know. but I I know what you mean about that like confidence and the way you feel because even now if I'm going to a party or going mm-hmm. like you know to a bar or a nightclub I want to like be a little bit pissed when I get there yeah. because I'm just so much more social and easygoing and like less rigid yeah, 100%. If I went sober, I I'd be standing there like, this sucks. If I went sober, I wouldn't have a single friend. Like, everyone would be like, you're so depressing. Please leave. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I'd probably cry or something. But that's I the know, thing. I'm like, leaving. You know when you when we were younger and we first started going to, like, clubs and stuff and you have, like, that huge prees and that's, like, the funnest thing because everyone's just getting so wasted and then you go to the club and, like, you just – I don't know, it's just you're on that level. Like I could never roll up to a club and stand in line dead sober. Like no. absolutely fucking not. Even a long line when you like feel yourself sobering oh, up. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I'm no, like, should I, need I just to get go home? inside right now. <laughs> yeah, like, or do I just go home? Oh my god! And we used to take like, um, Lisa, if you're listening, we used to catch the night rider in, bring like a goon sack, hide it in the alleyway next to the club that we went to, and then we instead of buying drinks, we'd go out and like, because you'd have like the stamps, you could go back in, pass out to whatever they were, and then you could. We went out to the alley, like drank the goon bag, went back in, drank the goon bag, because we just didn't want to buy drinks. Because like back then, like I had no money. Like I don't know how the fuck we used to do shit. I literally had no money. Me either. Like, I didn't have a like, job. Ten bucks for entry, and that's it. Um. And then night rider home. And then night rider home on the. Mikey that mum and dad bought me for school. Um, Concession Mikey. The yearly. <laughs> Back but when it like, was a Metro card, like you actually yes. put it in the machine. Oh, my God, machine. and if you lost it, you lost it. Like it's gone. Mum would beat my I don't know how I never lost that. I did. My mum used to literally like oh abuse me quarterly because <laughs> I would like just lose my shit all the time. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like it's just such a big thing, like and especially in Australian culture, like – Drinking is just a huge, like, rite of passage. Like, at every single event you go to, every single thing you do, the whole – it's all just drinking. Like, no one ever – it would be so weird if someone had an 18th and it was, like, no alcohol. Oh, I wouldn't go. You'd be like, what is this? <laughs> Social suicide? Like, you just – Literally. You just – It's just I crazy. Don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've always kind of grow up, grown up with it being – just what I wanted to do and I think also (laughs) I I wanted to be a firefighter I wanted to drink (laughs) legit but I think also like a lot of our parents would be like oh you know it's bad but like if you grew up Mm. with parents in Australia like my dad used to drink a lot not like he wasn't Mm. alcoholic or anything but he would like polish off half a slab yeah with his mates like it was just it was it's been ingrained in our culture for such a long time that mm-hmm. it's kind of passed down through the generations. And if Seriously. it's not, even if your family aren't big drinkers, nine out of ten times the social circle you are in, mm-hmm. their family will be drinkers. So you're going to end up drinking, like, majority. Yeah, and, like, yeah, 100%. And, you know, as a kid I remember you go to, like, big family functions like Christmas or Easter or whatever, all the adults are drinking wine or drinking whatever they're drinking and, like, you look at them and you're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And, like, I want to do I remember that. when my parents would be like, oh, do you want to sip? And I'd be like, oh, my God, naughty. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, I'm drunk. <laughs> like, when we had, like, Christmas pudding, I'm like, I'm wasted. And they're like, does not work like that. But they're like, okay. mm, the alcohol is being cooked out, you liar. <laughs> Lying bitch. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, it's, it's, it's always around you, even – when it's not like drinking is such a big part of life and it's in everything in shows movies ads like everything you do there's alcohol always yeah around yeah so kudos to people that have never had a drink i've had we had a few dms from people saying they've never had a drink and i was like wow how 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 because like i just remember being younger and just I don't know. I really feel like I found myself and this might come across so sad. Like people might be like, wow, get a fucking grip. Like you can't like have fun unless you drink. But when I was younger, it was seriously just a release for me. I don't know. I really just felt like I could be myself and that's so pathetic, but also, I don't know. I just really could, 
I don't know, come out of my shell. And I just loved that feeling. I think I've always loved that feeling about it. Like not being shy to meet new people, not being awkward when you're stuck in a conversation with someone you don't really know. Like it's just, it helps. Like it's the social juice, you know? 100%. And I feel like if all of your friends are doing it and you go into parties and everyone's doing it, you just kind of, it makes you feel like you fit in and you belong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like no one wants to be that person who doesn't like who feels yeah who feels like they can't fit in and for Mm -hmm. me it was it's always been such a social thing because like all of my friends that I've kind of you know had for the past you know 10-15 years we 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 all had the same common interest which was like going to a party or going to someone's house Mm -hmm. and getting fucked up (laughs) yeah it's just always been and it still is that way to be honest Mm -hmm. like yeah, because there's nothing better than getting together with your friends on a nice day, going to the park, bringing a freaking esky full of drinks. Like, it's so fun. It is fun. It's so much fun. That's the and thing. And it's like, so it... nice. It's so good. Like, it's not. it doesn't mean that you're not friends with them just because, like, you want to get drunk with them. It's just because, I don't know, it's just, like, it's just like a social thing to do. It's fun to get a little bit silly and wild with it your is. friends. And, like, talk shit. you got to let your hair down sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about like trauma and stuff or like has anything like what are your thoughts around like alcohol like has anything bad like come from your alcohol drinking um for me personally yes I feel like a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad situations to be honest some of the worst situations that I've got myself into have mm-hmm. all been alcohol thanks related to alcohol yeah thanks Mr Alcohol like yeah. for instance um, one night I thought it would be a good idea to drive to Hungry Jack's when I was blind drunk, smashed into a parked car, rode off my car, ended up having an interlock, lost my license for 14 months. Um, it obviously caused issues within my family. Like, you know, my mum mm-hmm. was really pissed off at me, understandably. Um, it was a big <laughs> financial burden on me and, yeah. you Huge know. Huge financial burden. Yeah, like I lost my license for 14 months and then on top of that had an interlock for 12 months which, you know, that's it ended up being over two years, a mistake I made all those years ago. I was dealing mm. with two to three years later, mm-hmm. um, a lot of fights that I've had, like I feel with like with my ex, I would yeah. like learn a lot of things that he would do. When I was sober, I would like keep it to myself. Mm. After a few drinks, I would fucking oh. pop off and be ready to fucking yeah. rumble. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like. I've had lots of fights with friends. Like, Jackie, we've had many mm-hmm. a fight after, you know, 400 had drinks. Many a bingles. Many a bingle after a few, you know, Pinot Grigios. Yeah, because um, two fucking fireheads together. <laughs> oh. Well, you're an, you're an Aries, aren't you? Yeah. And yeah. I'm a Sag, so they're two fire signs. So yeah. it's like. It's like. You pop explosion. off. Explosion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've had a lot. I've had a lot of negative experiences and even I just remember the year that I was in year 12 or I think it was maybe even oh no it was the year I was in oh no not year 12 I don't know what year it was but oh yeah the year of 18th Mm -hmm. I was blackout every weekend but it was the year that all of my friends turned 21 it was every single weekend Mm -hmm. sometimes multiple 21st in a weekend Mm -hmm. I was starting to be and I think I was I'd broken up with my ex I was a bit chaotic and just like fucked up in the head um, I was drinking as you are. so, mm. as I am, you know, still to this day, um, <laughs> I was drinking 
a lot and like you know you'd go to a 21st and I have that real issue where I'm like I must make the most of this open bar I must order yeah. four drinks at yes. a time and make you know get my value out of it mm-hmm. um and then you know just I felt like I was becoming known as the guy who would go to the 21st and get so shit faced and everyone would talk about it and mm-hmm. that was a bit of a wake-up call and I kind of tried to rein it in a bit but mm-hmm. it still happens time to time yeah like I feel like if I'm in a social situation where I'm anxious and like mm. I don't feel 100% comfortable I will drink way more than I should overcompensate kind of, with the drink yeah, yeah and which is probably what I did last weekend mm-hmm. and most of the times in my life so yeah <laughs> I have had a lot of I have had a lot of negative experiences and they usually they usually come down to me being drunk and being a dickhead and getting to a fight with someone and you know you yeah you you, I'm either a happy drunk or a depressed drunk or an aggressive yeah. drunk. Like you just don't know what you're going to get with me. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. the same. What about with you? Me. I'm exactly the same. Like I'm so I'm the type of person as well. Like if something's upsetting me, I bottle it in, and then well, especially in relationships, if I found something out or if I knew something or I don't know something was making me feel insecure, I would just bottle it up, and then as soon as I'd be out drinking. I would get so drunk and then, you know, it would just blur out of me. And it, oh, I can't tell you the amount of times I've, like, you know, created fights with ex-partners in public. People have had to watch. Like, people have had to, you know, come over and do the whole, like, Jackie, Jackie, like, come on, like, let's do this now. Like, wait till you get home. Like, blah, blah, blah. It'll all be all good. And I'll be, like, fucking screaming on the side of the road. Like, it was so embarrassing, that type of stuff. And then, you know, I cheated on my first partner when I was drunk because I don't know I'm a bitch and then um just yeah fights with friends or you know misjudging situations and thinking something happened when it didn't in my head yeah, because I you, was so drunk I get that too you kind of like yeah like are they talking about me and yeah. then it, I don't know like your your self-doubt just like clouds everything and then your brain creates this story in your mind and and I don't know why, but when you're drunk, it's just so easy to believe like your self-doubt and like, well, for me anyway, like that's what really 100%. gets hundred percent. I feel like everyone's the same. And also mm. those fights that you have with people because you're drunk, you, you obviously know right from wrong, but the stuff mm. that will come out of my mouth can be oh so God. hurtful and so horrible. I'm so horrible. Yeah. I and, will... But you don't even realize how bad it yeah. is. Yeah. It's literally the things that when you're sober, you're like, oh, you'd never say that because that's just horrible but then when you're drunk like you're like you you remember that one thing you're like oh remember that thing that I wanted to say when we had that fight I'm gonna say it right now out loud like I don't know like oh the amount of times I've said stuff to Evie or like ex-partners or whatever like oh I don't even like you anyway or like something really fucking rude and not necessary to say or like you remember how you thought I was texting that guy well I am it's like oh well shut up like (laughs) It's like you've just thrown yourself <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> yeah, I literally become my worst nightmare and I just I know. throw myself under the bus. It's and almost like stupid shit. the bar is here and you just, <laughs> you pole vault over it, but like 460 metres in the air yeah, yeah. and set a new high. Oh, seriously. I know. And but like, you that's would just never do sober. I would never. Like, Oh, it's it's like you don't have that that thing inside you saying, all right, Jackie, like you're getting too much now, like rein it back in. It's like when I'm drunk, 
that person is going more, do more, make it worse. Like tell them how much you hate them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want blood. <laughs> yeah. It's like the devil and angel, but the angel's like, I've peaced out. I'm not here for this. The devil's just the like, angel has flown away, them. fallen off my shoulder. <laughs> the devil's because, killed the angel for sure. Yeah. Like bow and arrow through the heart, fallen off yeah. the shoulder and dead. <laughs> Seriously. And I feel like that's something that I've really been like, doing while I've been reading this book is like a lot of like self-reflection because it's she talks about like in the book how when she was going through you know wanting to stop drinking and everything because she used to make fool of herself or I don't know mess up friendships and do all this other stuff and she said like the thing that you're supposed to do is like go back in your mind and think of all the people that you've hurt and then you know if you can go back and apologize to them and like oh <laughs> I just don't know if I can do that yet because, like, I don't know. Like, I definitely probably want to apologize to two of my exes, but um, the third one, he will not be getting an apology. Um, no, the first two, not worthy of an apology. No, he's not worthy of it because he fucking did that to me. <laughs> um, but, like, it's – and obviously, like, you know, I'll apologize to Evie and stuff. Evie, if you're listening, I'm sorry for being a fuckwit. But it's just like so hard because then when you're doing that like self-reflection and thinking about stuff you've done, you know how bad it is and you know like how it's not you and like you're like that is not a reflection of me but it is me and that's like the hardest pill to swallow I feel like because it's like you did that, like I did do that. (laughs) I know but you're almost like I didn't do that because I don't remember. Yeah, it's really hard because you're like I'm better than that, like I wouldn't do that but I did do that. But I think that's all part of it, like it's all just like a learning thing and that's what I've been like thinking while reading this book it's like you can't go back and change what's happened it's more about like changing what you'll be like in the future because that's all you can do and you know I I haven't read the book but I completely agree because I think the older I get and it's so important for me and it's I find it important for others to have the same you know same mindset or at least Mm -hmm. try but accountability is key like I when I was younger, I was the first one to be like, not my fault, you know, like mm-hmm. shift the blame elsewhere. Yeah. I think becoming an adult, it is so important to own your shit and mm-hmm. take responsibility. And if you do fuck up, you need to be able to admit it and apologize and move on. 100%. And like your friends and your partner and whoever you've upset at the time, like they're always going to be there for you because they're your friends and they know that, you know, alcohol was involved and you did something stupid so I feel like the best thing you can do if that ever happens to you like if you do something stupid when you're drunk is literally use your communication skills and apologize and just be 100% apologetic because when you're defensive it's just yeah it's like you don't even sorry you're not sorry you just you feel like you have to do this to like yeah heal any wounds but it doesn't work, especially being on the receiving end of someone who's like that. It's like you're just apologizing because you think it'll make me feel better. But if you're not actually mm-hmm. owning your actions and being like, I fucked up, I'm sorry, and yeah, like rebutting, it's like just what's the point? It almost makes it worse. Yeah, it's like when you like confront someone and they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I mean like you were being a bitch. And it's like uh, just, so just you're not say sorry. sorry. So just <laughs> yeah. say sorry. Like I don't need the other bit. Yeah. 100%. Um, what else are we discussing? Oh, yeah, we've got our – we did that little question boxes on our stories, actually. We asked you guys something good that has come from a blackout, which 
for me personally, I don't think anything good has ever come from a blackout other than I have, I've had, you know, many a fun, amazing times. Like we had so many fun times blackout in the Hawthorne house, but. Um, oh, we did. That lockdown was. Like we like, did. It was good. Cause I don't think we could go on the street and like cause such a ruckus. It was just, we were stuck in the house, but it was, we had a lot of fun times in that, in that house for sure. Um, someone says that I was funny as fuck. Yep, facts. Um, Straight facts. <laughs> random $20 that I found in my bra. Mm-hmm. Then we get a lot of nothing, quite literally nothing. Um, not a lot. Um, Evie says, mm, tough one, really scratching, searching all the corners of my brain, don't think anything. I think for me it would be if I've made new friends, but usually it's like it's someone I've made good friends with and I'll never see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is a good thing. You make some fun friends and I think that is fun because in the moment you're just like, this is so fun and we're vibing, but I'll probably never see you again. But it is like fun to do that. But I feel like, you know, as, as much as there are bad things, there's also like the good memory, like obviously – when you black out, you can't remember a lot of stuff, but I've had many a good wild drunken night with friends mm-hmm. like out or overseas or, you know, like just doing mm-hmm. crazy stuff that's fun. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, do you remember that night this happened? But then yes. it's, it's and after I feel the like blackout. That, that, those are so good as well. And, like, of course, like Mitch and I have obviously had so many fun nights drinking. Like I'm not saying every single time I drink it's horrible and I turn into an absolute cunt, but – the mind has a way of only remembering negative things sometimes. Like sometimes yes. it's like when you go to a restaurant and it's shit, like you'll remember it more than a restaurant that was like great. And that's 100%. just like the way the brain works because we're such negative fucking beings. But I think that like obviously needs to be said. We have so much fun drinking too. Like I love drinking. Like it's so fun and it's I just have so many fun memories. Like I look through my camera roll and like, you know, when I'm feeling like I miss home or I miss my friends and I just watch videos or look at photos and of nights out or like holidays and everything. And it's just so many fucking good memories as well. Like it's not like I'm blackout not remembering anything from the moment I have a glass of wine. It's just when I get to that point sometimes and I'm in that certain mood, it goes south. 100%. And then in the other category of something bad that's happened from a blackout, let's see what we've got here. Got carried down a driveway, didn't remember anything. Can relate. Um, being grounded, getting all my clothes dirty and saying shit stuff to a boy. Like, wow, did I submit that question or what? Same. Um, lost my phone on Chapel Street. Okay. It's happened to me many a times. Do you know, like, I, my mum literally, I think, was about to disown me for a long time because <laughs> I have lost, I reckon, in the past I probably haven't for about three years, but prior to that, in the five years before that, I lost a phone or two a year. I lost my oh. wallet. I lost my passport, although that wasn't my fault. One oh. of my friends, I put my passport because I had lost my phone, which had my license in it yeah, and my wallet the same night. I then had to take my passport out in my Louis Vuitton passport holder and I had $500 cash in there oh and put God. that in my friend's handbag and she lost her whole fucking handbag. Oh, my God. So I no. can definitely. Yeah, losing your phone. See, that has happened to me a lot of times as well. And I remember distinctly 
Mitch, do you remember this? When I lost my phone in the Uber coming back from the 400 Grady bottomless and oh, I yes. went absolutely turbotic. I'd like, send you I to another was, place. Oh, I was, and I was so mad at every, every one of my friends that was there with me. Like I was blaming all of them. I was like, you're not helping me try to find <laughs> it. I hate you all. Like, oh my God. And everyone was just like, Jackie, you're fucking unhinged. Like forget about your phone. <laughs> I know, but it's, I know the feeling. It ruins you your feel, fucking night. You feel so hopeless, like, without it. And then I woke just, up the next morning and I was like, oh, someone please fucking euthanize me because I'm such a bitch. Um, <laughs> someone said, wet the bed. I've actually never wet the bed when I've been I wish, drinking. I wish I hadn't. Like, I have oh. many a times. Our friend Ollie has... Oh, sorry, Ollie, times. we're dogging you today. I know, but he'll probably won't listen, so he won't know. <laughs> we can talk more. Ollie wets his pants or wets his pants, wets his bed a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, someone Once said, on my couch as well. Oh, my God. Someone said, passed no. out in a club, Un- inresponsive ambulance, got to the hospital, woke up. Oh, confused as fuck. That's fucked. Sorry, that sounds like Alex. I can't. Oh, my God. This next one gives me anxiety. Woke up next to my crush and he's not naked. What the fuck happened? I'll never know. Was so she that's naked? the worst when you <laughs> wake up. Naked? Oh, well, yeah, she's naked. <laughs> oh so God. you're like, what did I do? Did I give you the lap dance? Did I do strip tease? Oh, I can't even. That that reeks of me. Unwell. Same. And it's like, have we gotten home? That happened to me last week, actually. <laughs> I had this guy over for like, we've been talking for a little bit on grinder and then we just had two bottles of wine and then i woke up at five o'clock in the morning butt naked mm. rolled over and i didn't know anyone was in my bed rolled over and there was a oh, man no. there and i was like <laughs> i don't know what happened last night like, like miss scusi who are you first of all <laughs> what is your name first of all um someone says forgetting the root with a hottie that hurts that really i know hurts. that's the worst because it's like it's like can we do it again? But you probably don't like, want to because I was because I was probably sitting there like bung eyed, like uh, seriously. <laughs> oh my god! So Ruin well. the one chance ever. <laughs> oh my god! Someone says, "Oh my god!" Drop my phone in a toilet, peed on it, then someone vomited on it. <laughs> oh my god! That is so me. Oh my god! Vomiting on myself, being caged. What does that mean? Hosed down by a lesbian security guard at a London club. She got put in a cage. (laughs) Why are you in a cage? Is that legal? Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, Oh my God. I flipped the table over at Lord of the Fries and threw food at my friends. (laughs) All right, Teresa Judice, flipping (laughs) tables. (laughs) So this makes me feel better. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is... This is like seriously, oh God. <laughs> I kissed a boy and my boyfriend was in the next room. Whoops. Missed my mum's 40th. Oh, no. Oh, that's so, I, you will not that live hurts. that down. That hurts. Uh, oh, God. God. Fell down club stairs, cut my leg, vomited in the, in the rain, waiting for taxi and got escorted out the back. <laughs> is this me? Uh, these are like looking in the mirror. This is like reading the book for me. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lost a mm-hmm. bag of fun stuff. I'm not going to say the word. Christmas Eve for the second weekend in a row. Oh, that, that hurts. $600 down the That hurts. That oh, hurts. my God. Oh, Everyone's my God, wait. Saying, 
Did you see this one? I told my friend's dad to fuck me in the ass when he and my friend were helping me into bed. Oh, my God. Did he do it? (laughs) I'm dying at these. There's a lot saying anxiety, and, yes, that is one of my Oh, there's one from someone someone very familiar. Dumped. Oh, that was my, that was my, that was mine. I've been dumped many of times. Um, oh. Threw a drink and got spear tackled by security, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh I just like, like obviously, I feel bad for all of you. Oh yeah, we're not meant to laugh, but it's you just make me feel better. Fast. You make me feel better about myself. Broke into my old rental, old housemate still there. Flung his bedroom door open. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, trespassing and very illegal. <laughs> you know, That's so funny. Go for your um, life. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. We don't mean to laugh. It's just funny because all of these are something that Mitch and I have done many a times. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so to end today's episode, we actually have something very fun to discuss. Well, fun, not really. I shouldn't have said fun. Not- that was rude of me. Um, a listener has actually sent in a question and I was shocked and appalled by this question. So I asked her if we could discuss it on this week's pod and she said, go for it. So I'll read her DM out right now. She says, please help you girl out. Um, I found out my future ex-boyfriend is cheating on a dating app. I'm not even mad though, but I also am dying to have fun confronting him. He has no clue that I know, so it'll be very fun. It's a rare chance, so I need to take it. If you have any creative ways to confront and leave him, I'd really love it. Thank you. And then I also asked her how long they've been together. They've been together a year. And um, one of her friends actually saw him on the dating app and started talking to him just to see if he'd respond, and he did. So this is how she knows. So Mitch and I have been discussing what we were going to say because, you know, we often talk about wanting, well, you know, a, a lot last year we would say to each other we wanted to get into relationships and, like, be able to right the wrongs of, like, the relationships that we were in and we, when we didn't like stand up for ourselves and like we didn't do what we wanted to do because now we were like stronger and ready to do it. Yeah. And so we're going to do it through this girl. So Mitch, what was your idea? So I think if I was in this situation personally, and I feel like, you know, this lovely listener is, she's in a pretty good position because obviously she would be hurting, but she also is at a point where she's like, kind of it's kind of a fuck you she's not like mm-hmm. sitting at home crying she's like yes i love I'm this gonna, for like, her i it's an amazing place to be i can't say I've ever been she there. must be very mentally strong because yeah it's so easy to be like you know sad and just want to like fix it and want him back but she was even willing to wait till this episode comes out to yeah. even do anything so the acting amazing. on her part right now is Oscar worthy i'm sure <laughs> god we should get you a golden globe from us i know seriously um, i think what i would do in your position i would obviously if your friend has spoken to him on an app i would get the app i would make a profile mm-hmm. i would make a fake profile of yeah. someone you know he will fall for 
-hmm. I would organize some kind of meetup or date, preferably at a restaurant or a bar or a cafe. I reckon nighttime's good, like a, you know, cocktail kind of hour. Mm-hmm. Um, tell him to meet, let's say, 7, 7 p.m. at the Garden State Hotel, for instance. Mm-hmm. I would get there. Out in the courtyard and be right in, in the, the courtyard. Corner. Yeah, or, you know, just in front of everyone. Oh, no, in mm-hmm. the corner so he can't see so he can't. Anywhere. So he has to walk all the way in and, like, text him and be like, I'm in the corner or something. Or you get there before him. Yeah, yeah. Watch him go and sit down. Walk over with a cocktail that you have bought, <gasps> sit down and be like, hi, I'm, and then say the girl's name and then be like, dirty martini, dirty Dirty bastard. bastard. Oh, my throw God. The drink, throw oh the drink in his face and say, oh, my God, we are done. Do not ever talk to me again. You are trash. And Bye-bye. say it really loud, like, and make the restaurant watch. And then throw your handbag on Mitch your shoulder. Come and film it. Yes, I'll be I'll be there for moral support. Yeah, and we'll actually we'll go for a drink after. Let's oh do god, that. Yes, we'll go, we'll go for a drink after. Oh my god, you should. Um, what I was gonna say is also, it'd be good if you like could match with him on this app, or whatever. Like, just go on Instagram, find like a random niche influencer that he probably wouldn't follow or wouldn't know, and just use her pictures. I know that's like illegal and wrong, but in Wait, this situation. You can Jackie's use mine. Photos. Yeah, use mine. Use Jackie's photos. Use mine. Um, I give you permission to. Um, and then be talking to him for like the week and like, I don't know, talk about like, I don't know, string something into the convo that when you do see him, you can mention like, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of something you could say like so that he knows that it was you talking to him in that chat. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And like, I think of what you could do, but. I mean, I feel like it's pretty easy these days to kind of get to know someone slash caught up on someone over social media. I would kind of do it. Say you start talking on the Sunday night, meet on the Friday or Saturday. So you've had a few days of talking back and Mm -hmm. forth. Mm -hmm. And then after that, meet him, do the thing, be like, sayonara, catch you later, farewell. Mm -hmm. Don't even sit around and have a conversation. I don't feel like no. you owe it to him. I feel I don't feel like you really want it, want to have it with him. Maybe have it a few days later, whatever. But say what you have to say and then walk out. Do not give him a chance to even mm-hmm. try to explain himself, try to sit you down and talk to you, mm-hmm. get out of there and get gone as far pour, away as pour possible. Pour the drink over his head. And then get out. Mm-hmm. Get out and... Don't answer his text messages. Don't answer block his him. calls. The best thing that I think would hurt the most is literally block him. Like, yeah, so he can't even contact you. People spiral. I know my ex. Yeah. Used to, oh my god. Whenever yeah. I would do the whole like blocked. Oh, oh my, my god, god! I used to send just... people mental. I knew that was like the only way that I could get my ex to like want me back is every time I blocked him because he would be like stressing that like he'd lost me because you do. Hundred percent. That would be so That's our good. Advice. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. And like, obviously, guys, I know that this isn't healthy advice, but um, she didn't want healthy advice, so we're, just we're doing what we've been asked. Tailor made toxic advice from your two toxic friends over here. <laughs> two toxic turbos. Oh my god, I feel like she need like you really need to. Um, watch on YouTube or watch it if you have it. Um, that scene from Sex and the City with Samantha 
where she says dirty martini, dirty bastard, and just learn it word for word because I feel yeah, like because she goes that in be so good. <laughs> she goes in, she's straight to the point, throws like, the drink, and she she literally is just out the and door. And she's like a queen. It's like like a queen moment. Like no one it's is like so no one feels bad. No one's like oh poor like you know damsel in distress. Everyone's like. Oh yes, she just. Everyone's like clapping. Yes. Like, oh my god. Oh, I've really like that. Would just be the best thing. I to wish this was me in your position. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what you honestly, once you do it, I mean, you don't have to throw a drink, but once you say yeah, it, yeah, you don't have to. You need it. to get just out of there. Mm-hmm. You because the issue, the thing is, don't even give him a chance to explain himself because there's nothing no, you can say. There's no point. Yeah, and he'll you know. try to be like, oh, it wasn't me. I was doing it to help my friends or, you know, whatever excuse everyone fucking says all the time. Um, I was just on there to try find this person and shut up. No, and also won't. I feel like if your friend has spoken to him, I'm assuming a couple of weeks ago now, he's probably met up with other girls. Like I'm not trying mm-hmm. to put things in your head, but it's You it's wouldn't be on a dating app just to chat to people, surely not. Like what's the point? No. It's too like no. – and also is he dumb? Why has he got his pictures and stuff? Like – like, as if you're not going to be found out. Yeah, like I, the amount of times that I used to be on dating apps and I'd see like 50 of my friends and I'd be like, hey. <laughs> hey, single like, friends. You, you, you bump into everyone on these dating apps. So, yeah, we wish you all the best with that because, oh, I really hate this for you and I'm so sorry that you're going through this because obviously it's awful, but I feel like you've definitely got the upper upper hand, upper leg, whatever it's called. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like you sound like you're in a good position because you're kind of like, nah, see ya, which is good. Yeah, which is so, good to already have that mindset. Yeah. Don't give this fucking bastard a second chance because there's no point. Doesn't um, and on that note, that ends the episode, guys. So we hope you enjoyed. Um, let us know if you want us to continue talking about all this sort of stuff. Um, I have endless amounts of stories that I can tell about being blackout. <laughs> And I'll keep you updated with my sober journey. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We love you guys. And if anyone has similar situations or any kind of situations, write in and let us know and we'll, you know. We'll chat to you. Tell you what we do. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.